folks and welcome back to Book Around with me Dominic Goulden. Today we're going to be taking on the Marie Kondo 30 Books or Less Challenge. I haven't prepared anything for it so this is going to be completely off the cuff. Okay, let's dive in. Hello there friends, I am today coming to you live from in front of my bookcase because I want some visual aids to help me with this challenge. Um, so, this is going to act as kind of a, a season finale, if you like, for season two, um, because I'm dedicating most of this year to, to reading. I've got a Goodreads challenge on the go, um, I've got a 100 books uh, to read before you die thing that I'm making good progress with that, that Nisha got for me um, as a present, so that's nice, I'm trying to work through that. So, I'm trying to really up my ante and get some more books read so that I've got a bigger pool to draw from for season three. So I thought a nice thing to do would be to see if, you know, Marie Kondo busts into my house and she's like, I'm going to set fire to all of your books apart from, well, she says keep less than 30 books, so let's go 29. She says, I'm going to set fire to all your books apart from 29. Could I pick what 29 they'd be? I don't know. Let's let's work it out as we go along. Um, but um, you know, let, before we just jump in and start doing a big challenge, let's let's touch base and see how everybody's doing. Um, if you are listening in the UK, no doubt you will have seen uh, quote unquote Freedom Day uh, last Monday. Ridiculous, nonsensical idea that was suddenly COVID's gone and we could just drop all of the restrictions. So I hope that you're still taking care out there and wearing your masks and taking your precautions. God, get out there, see your friends by all means, but I do hope you are looking after each other. Um, what's been going on in my life? Not not a lot, really. Busy with work, doing a lot of reading. Um, I've read a number of, of books that I think would be good for the channel, but I'm probably not going to talk much about them now because they'll probably come up in season three. Um, but I'm sat in front of my bookcase. I'm ready to do the 100, the 100 book challenge. That'd take a long time. The 29 book challenge um i'll probably just blast through it as quickly as i can uh if i feel like i have to justify the book for any reason i'll stay and um and, and i'll kind of give a reason i'm gonna say that this is purely going to be on books that i own so there are books that i don't currently own that that might make it in there so as listeners of the channel will know i'm a big yukio mishima fan um, and his his big series that, that he did at the end of his career, The Sea of Fertility uh, Tetralogy. I've no doubt that stuff will be amongst my favourites when I read it, but I don't currently own it. So, you know, let's, let's go with what I own, and I'll try and give you a reason for why I'll keep it. Okay, number one, things fall apart. Obvious reason I would keep that. It's a seminal work of sort of post-colonial literature. It's one of the first books where a Nigerian author was able to break out, find their own voice, and it's just a really damn good story. Number two, The Boxman by Kobo Abe. Um, I had to have Kobo Abe in there. I thought I'd just keep this one while I did it on the channel. He has written many good books. They're all of, of kind of an equal quality, but that's the one I feel like has the most rereading value because it's just so fascinating and just twisty and turny. Okay, number three would be one of my H.P. Lovecraft anthologies. 
Now I did, I've got the, I've got two, I've got HP Lovecraft The Complete Fiction, which is the big Barnes and Noble one with the Cthulhu tentacle on the front, but I also got a Christmas present from, um, oh, it was one of Nisha's family, and I feel bad for, I know, I know it was Nisha that told them to get me this, so that's, I, effectively it's come from Nisha, it's called Beyond Arkham, similar, it's, it's The Complete Fiction if you like, but it also has lots of context notes about H.P. Lovecraft's life, and because he was such a reclusive fellow, it's nice to have that stuff about the inspiration for the stories and stuff like that. Number four, Don Quixote, no explanation needed. Number five, um, let's go with, hmm, what would I keep for number five? Do you know what number five? I'm going to come out of the box and say Charles Darwin on the origin of species because it's fascinating. And to anyone listening who is maybe more literary minded, doesn't read much nonfiction or just anyone who's not read that book, it's a lot more interesting than you might think. I know everybody's probably sat at home or in the car or wherever you are thinking, oh, I know, already know about how evolution works or, you know, have my own views on it or whatever it might be. But it's really like, it's a lot more interesting than you'd think, the way that he came up with the theory, the way he explains it and demonstrates it. And if you're an animal lover, there's lots of cool animal facts that I learned from that book that I wouldn't have known otherwise. Um, wait, I've already lost count where I'm up to. Give me a second. Okay, I was up to number five. Uh, number six, let's go with another one off the cuff. I'm going to go with a comic book this time. I'm going to go for the Deadpool and Cable Complete Omnibus. It's three books. Can I count it as one? If not, I'll just take the second volume because that was my favourite. Um, it's not highbrow literature by any means. It's a Deadpool comic. But if I could only ever have 29 books for the rest of my life, I wouldn't want to just be reading constant highbrow stuff. I would want something that's the equivalent of a popcorn action film. And that is... Um, I used to have a massive comics collection, not so much now. I still have a, a few. Um, if I could only keep one, it would be that. Okay, that's number six. Number seven, let's say I would keep... I would keep The Great Shark Hunt by Hunter S. Thompson. Um, I've not covered Hunter S. Thompson on the channel because obviously the point of Book Around is kind of to try and get away as much as possible from mainstream uh, English and, and American fiction because kind of the UK and, and America have a lot of overexposure in the literary world. It's to try and shine a light on other cultures. But it is great. I love Hunter S. Thompson's writing style, the gonzo journalism that he invented. Really interesting, really funny. Um, you know, he has a lot of, of fascinating political points. So that would be number seven. Number eight, I would have... Probably not a very original choice, but Mice and Men by John Steinbeck, just in case I needed a good cry. Number nine, let's go with... Oh, obvious one, Thomas Sankara Speaks. Um, some people, like, who perhaps think of me as very leftist would probably think I would keep the Communist Manifesto, which I also own, but Thomas Sankara Speaks is a, is a better book, so I would keep that one. Uh, number ten... Let's go for um, the poetry of Wilfred Owens. So I've got a Penguins 
Clothbound Classics Edition, little pocketbook of Wilfred Owen's poems, um, which was a lovely present again from Nisha. So it's a couple that Nisha's got in the list here. Um, for those who don't, well, you're going to know who Wilfred Owen is, I assume. Maybe, or maybe I am... Um, Maybe I'm being too Eurocentric and assuming he's more famous than he is. Wilfred Owen is, or was, a, a British soldier in World War One, who wrote a lot of very anti-war poems because he realised he'd been sold a lie on propaganda and he was railing against it, basically. Um, really, really good writer, really fascinating, um, really fascinating to read. Okay, moving on. Number 11, let's keep... Oh, I would have to keep the complete Sherlock Holmes. Um, I just, yeah, I, I don't really feel like I need to justify that. I feel like everybody hopefully knows that Sherlock Holmes uh, stories are good, that Arthur Conan Doyle was, was a good writer. Um, yeah, I would, I would definitely keep that. Number 12, let me keep... Um, do, 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 do. What am I going to go with for number 12? Going to my head. Um... I'm going to keep Alice in Wonderland. Um, if I can, I would like to keep my Penguin's Clothbound classic version that has Alice in Wonderland plus Alice Through the Looking Glass because, controversially, I think that Through the Looking Glass is the better story. Um, but they're both wonderful. Okay, number 13. I, for this one, will have... I'm going to have um, Monkey King, or sometimes known as, as Journey to the West. Um, I'm currently reading it, and I haven't actually finished it yet, although I'm a big fan of the TV show Monkey. Love the story. It's it's in that realm of, like, big, bold adventures like Don Quixote. It's, it's kind of like, I suppose, it sometimes gets referred to as the Chinese Don Quixote, so I, that's why I'm going to keep that one. Number 14, Sailor Who Fall from Grace to the Sea by Yukio Mishima. Great story, wonderful writing, really nice description. Not a nice story, but beautifully written. Makes me feel like I'm there all the way. Number 15, Tales from a Thousand and One Nights. Similar reason to Monkey King. Really big book, loads of stories in it. All fabulous, makes me feel like I'm there. Very magical, it's got Aladdin in it. What more do you want? Uh, number 16, let's go with... Hmm... I feel like I want to keep some philosophy in my life. So I'm thinking Plato, I'm thinking Nietzsche, I'm thinking Marcus Aurelius. Um, we are going to keep... Let's keep The Republic by Plato. It, you know, I find all of Plato's work very soothing to read, um, telling all his anecdotes and parables about Socrates. They have a literary quality to them, as well as making you think okay number 17 i want to keep let me see number 17 okay number 17 i want to keep sapiens by yuval noah harari i'll tell you why i want to keep that because everybody loves it and i haven't read it i own it i'm looking at it right now but i've not read it yet um and if i'm only allowed x amount of books for the rest of my life some of them, I want to be ones I've not read, you know, so there's a little bit of mystery there. Maybe I would regret that decision down the line. Who knows? Okay, number 18. Let's keep... 
you know what? Not controversially, number 18, let's keep The Temple by George Herbert. Um, it's probably a strange choice, but it's very um, sort of devout Christian poetry from the 1600s. Um, if you've ever read George Herbert, if you've not, I would highly recommend the poem Easter Wings. Um, it's, there's just a soothing quality to it. I'm not a, a person of any particular faith or religion myself, so I don't identify with it from a Christian perspective, but the, there's just something about the words and the structure that I just, I just really like. I just find it, find it interesting. Okay, need to pick up the pace. That was number 18. Number 19, let's keep, um, oh, number 19, I'm going to keep my other Thomas Sankara book, so Women's Liberation. Um, and the uh, African struggle for freedom, or the African freedom struggle. Number 20, I am going to keep Moby Dick by Herman Melville. Sinfully, I haven't read it, but that would definitely keep me going. Um, number 21, let's keep... Oh, number 21, I'm going to keep the Japanese... Wacker poetry collection that I've got the penguin one 100 poets one poem each um I probably will do an episode on that at some point to explain but it's a very special book and every poem in that is very evocative I can't speak highly of it enough so yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend that one while I'm here and probably come back to it in the future okay number 22 let's keep the Romance of the Three Kingdoms by uh, Lu Guanzong. So it's the, the story that Dynasty Warriors is based on um, with the Wu, Wei and Shu empires battling for control of China in about 200. Um, I roughly know the story. I've read kind of an abridged version of it, but I've got the full version here. So I would, would want to keep that and read that. Number 23, let's do... My Edgar Allan Poe collection, Telltale Heart and Other Stories, because Edgar Allan Poe, like H.P. Lovecraft, is one of uh, my favourite writers. Number 24, Silence by Shusaku Endo, um, because the film was fantastic and I still haven't read the book despite it looking me in the face. Number 25, A Brief History of Time by Stephen Hawkins, so that I can feel clever on my desert island retreat or whatever it is. I, I don't know why I'm suddenly on Desert Island. All it is is Marie Kondo's taking books away from me. I'm still in my house, I guess. Um, number 26, I'm going to keep... Let's keep some Charles Dickens. Um, number 26, let's keep A Christmas Carol. Number 27, let me have... <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, I'm getting into the last few books here, so I need to, I need to choose these wisely because all the rest of them are going on the fire. Because uh, Marie Kondo is coming for me. Number twenty-seven. Let me get the Bone People by Kerry Hume. Um, number twenty-seven was going to be Cloud Street, and I'm taking a big risk. I'm throwing Cloud Street under the bus for this book. I've only started it. It's a, a New Zealand. I don't know what the proper word is, like New Zealandese, New Zealander. It's a book by a person from New Zealand, Kerry Hume, and it seems to have a similar lyrical quality to Cloud Street. So, number 27, The Bone People by Kerry Hume. Number 28, you know what? No, I am keeping, I'm keeping, I'm keeping Cloud Street. 
and number 29 let me see i am going to keep and let me just do a last sweep around the room and make sure i'm not missing any I'm still thinking. Number 29, let me have. Something big and chunky. Number 29, let me have uh, House of Leaves by Mark Z. Danielewski. It's a massive, big, chunky horror book that I bought years ago and haven't read, but is absolutely critically acclaimed. I imagine it would take me a while to read it, so that's why I am having that one. Okay, Marie Kondo is throwing everything else in the bin. So I am losing the complete works of William Shakespeare. I'm losing Dracula. I'm losing... Um, Pleasures of Flesh by Charles Bukowski. I'm losing The Jungle Book. I'm losing Parallel Walls by Yukio Mishima. I'm losing uh, a lot of books that I like, which is sad. But that is my Marie Kondo 29 book challenge. That concludes um, season two of Book Around. Season three is probably going to be back end of this year, starting next year. Give me time to do some more reading and um, kind of get ready to you know do uh, some more coverage of, of books so i hope you have enjoyed season two it's been a bit choppy a bit stop start i do apologize for that um but them's the breaks when you are working two jobs times are hard but i try and record when i can hopefully you enjoy listening hopefully you've enjoyed this today let me know if you agree with any of the choices i made or if you think any of them were dumb choices just give me a shout uh, okay guys, I'll see you all in the next one, take care of each other, have a good summer, stay safe, and don't listen to the government because they don't know what they're talking about, wear your mask, Covid's not gone away, stay safe, vote Labour or equivalent left wing party, thanks, bye. If you've enjoyed this edition of Book Around, the season of Book Around, please consider liking, subscribing, reviewing, whatever you might want to do. You can follow me on social media, Book Around Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, or on Twitter, Book Around Pod. Uh, also, you can get in touch with me by email, bookaroundoutlook.com. Until next season, keep on booking around. <laughs>